last episode, the word was discombobulated, a low level but disconcerting fear of something not working out the way you would like it to, and you may not have control of the outcome. Do you feel this way sometimes? If so, it's perfectly normal. We all want control of certain things in our lives. Giving God complete control is sometimes the hardest thing to do. But don't get discouraged. Just keep on keeping on. Hi, and thanks for joining me today. If you are new here, welcome to my podcast. If you haven't yet commented or rated it, please do that now. With every new comment and rating, it boosts my podcast, enabling me to reach more people. When I began thinking about what to name my podcast, I tried many different names, but Throne Room Encounters just jumped right off the page at me. The reason for that? An encounter is to meet unexpected, a chance meeting. This is exactly what a Throne Room Encounter is, that moment when God steps into the room and the atmosphere changes. I knew when I read the definition of encounter, this was it. Join me each week as I dig deeper into God's Word, talk about my own personal throne room encounters, miracles, healings, promises from God, answered prayers, and unanswered prayers, and a whole bunch of other stuff. If you have any questions, feel free to message me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Have a lovely day. Hi everyone, hope you've had a wonderful week. The last few weeks have been crazy for me. If you do not follow me on Instagram, I put an update for the next few weeks on there. Um, I will only be doing this episode and one next week. This will be a two-part series on prayer and fasting. I will be on vacation starting June 3rd through the 11th, so there will be no episode on June the 5th or the 12th. I will pick back up on June the 19th and you can insert a dancing emoji here because I'm so ready for vacation. I feel like I just need some time away. We've had so many graduations and parties and weddings, the end of school. Now we've got camp meetings coming up. I just feel like I've been steadily running. That being said, my topic for this week is prayer. Do you ever get so busy that you don't take time for personal prayer like you should? You pray every day, but it's in your car on the way to work or cleaning your house or maybe in the shower because you feel like this is the only time you can fit prayer in. There's nothing wrong with praying like this, but what about touching God, really getting lost in prayer? My pastor said it best, I think. Don't depend on your flesh during spiritual famine. If you do, you will fail every time. And this is so true. When life gets so busy and things get crazy is when you need God the most. And let's be real, we all have moments like this. Me? I've been in a slump for the last couple of months. I feel like I just can't get out of it no matter what I do. It's easy to pray when you're on the mountaintop, but but what about when you're climbing the mountain? A few months ago, my cousin, who is a pastor in Alabama, came and preached for us, and he talked about faith. And one thing he said stuck with me. He 
He talked about when Abraham took Isaac up the mountain to sacrifice him. And while he was going up one side of the mountain, God was coming to meet him with the sacrifice up the other side of the mountain. So you may be climbing a mountain right now. You've slipped a few times. You're covered in scratches and cuts. Maybe you're limping. But if you can just reach the top, God has been working his way up the other side and he's bringing the promise to you. Don't get discouraged. Don't give up. Don't shut God out. He's there and he's been there the whole time. If I could just get this in my mind. When I was writing this, I had a lump in my throat and I thought, I felt this so strong to help somebody else, but it's for me too. How many times have I been in a slump, a spiritual slump? And the first thing I do is I start shutting God out. I don't want to take the time to go to the church and just really pray because I know if I do, then there's going to be a moment where I have to step out into what God's called me to do. And that's being selfish on my part. But it takes a lot out of you. Sometimes doing what God wants may be exhausting. It may be tiring. It may be stressful. But in the end, you have such peace about it. And there's not been one moment that I have went before God in prayer. And I've taken the time, made the sacrifice to go to the church and to pray until I feel the anointing of God come in that church, that God has not honored it and given me peace or a word or answered that prayer. Because that's just who God is. Prayer is so strong. Luke 22 and 46 says, rise up and pray. And that's so true. Sometimes we don't feel like doing that. And we just, we don't, we don't want to do it. But my pastor said something and I've done, told you one quote he said, but I just, he has so many little nuggets of wisdom that he gives us sometimes. And I just, I write them down and I stick them on my wall. I have like this memory wall thing on my desk. I'm actually looking at it now. And one of the quotes that he says is if something is birthed in your spirit during prayer, you will receive it. You got to pray first, though. I mean, that that's you. You can say that and think, oh, wow, that's so amazing. You know, I'm going to pray for this and, and it, it'll happen. That's true. But first, you have to get to that point of praying. You have to be dedicated and have a dedicated prayer life. And you have to let God know that even when you're in trouble or you're going through something, you'll still pray. And um, I think that's the most important thing. We just have to learn that you can't shut God out in your downtime. That's when you need him the most. And uh, in First Thessalonians 5, it talks about praying without ceasing. And we've all heard this our whole life. Pray without ceasing. They just, you think, okay, well, yeah, just, you know, an earnest prayer. But if you read right before it and after it, it says before it to rejoice evermore. Rejoice always. 
And then right after it, it says, and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. Do you ever wonder why it's worded that way? Sometimes we have to rejoice even when we don't feel like it. It tells you right there to rejoice evermore, rejoice always. And we have to do that sometimes even when when we don't feel like it's the right time to rejoice. We have to pray no matter what the outcome. And it has to be something where at any given moment we can bring down the power of God because we've been so connected in prayer. And that's what's important about it. But even so, when we've rejoiced in that down season and we've prayed and the outcome wasn't what we wanted it to do, we still have to give thanks to God. Even though we haven't got what we want yet, we still got to give Him thanks. And that's when prayer becomes hard. That's when at times you shut God out and you don't even realize it. And he just has to come and whisper and remind you, hey, I'm right here. Don't shut me out. Don't don't give up on me. I'm here. And sometimes I can just feel that pull, that urgency in my spirit when I know that I've not prayed enough that day or prayed enough that week. I get like this antsy feeling. And I don't know if anybody else does, but I do. And it's almost like I can see God on his knees. And he's looking down from heaven. He's like, hey, hey, did you remember me? I'm right here. I'm right here in the middle of your your struggle. I just, I just need you to just let me know that you're still with me. And he's right there and he's begging for our attention. He's begging us to reach out to him. He longs for us. To just turn it over to him and to just dwell on the fact that he can do it. And so many times, even I have forgotten that. And I thought I could fix it myself. And in the end, I'm curled up in a ball on the floor. And I'm crying. And I I don't know what to do. But then all of a sudden, he just speaks into my spirit. And he says... It's okay. I've been here the whole time. (laughs) A peace just comes over me. And I know that even though I let him down, he didn't give up on me. He's still working in my situation. And that right there, that is why prayer is so important. The connection that we have with God. I don't even know. This isn't even in my notes. It isn't even what I was going to write about. But I just felt it so strong. I could just see that image in my head. On his knees with tears in his eyes. And he's just waiting for us. To make a connection with him. So today, if you feel lost, if you feel like you're stuck, pray. It doesn't have to be loud. One thing that I read said, 
don't stop praying, even if all you can do is whisper. And that is so true. It may start as a whisper. It may start as tears and weeping and only thoughts in your mind. But as you begin to build faith in that moment, it begins to form words and it begins to be, it turns into worship. And it gets to that point where when you go before God in prayer, it's not just a place where you're hurting. You step into that room and you can start with rejoicing evermore. And then, after you've rejoiced, you can begin to pray and thank God. Give Him praises for what He has done and what He is going to do. Sometimes it takes deep pain and intercession for joy to reach you. It takes hurt and just, just that groaning that we don't understand, that we don't even know why, but it takes that to reach God sometimes. And to get past everything you're feeling to get to the point of joy. I hope this has been a blessing today. God bless and have a wonderful week and a great Monday. Sitting quietly on the floor with her knees pulled up, trying to find the words to pray. But all she feels is loneliness and despair. Silent tears begin to run down her face. Panic sets in, and she can't catch her breath. Is it always going to be like this? Why does it seem like every time she takes one step forward, something pushes her back five? At war in her mind, voices crowding in. Negative thoughts. So many negative thoughts, she can't even comprehend them all. She has low self-esteem. She longs to be wanted, loved, and needed. She feels unattractive and stuck in the twilight zone. The same routine over and over and over again. Trying to control the tears, she lays on the floor in a ball and weeps and prays, begging God to do something. And when she doesn't feel anything immediately, she cries harder. But then all of a sudden, a still, small voice whispers in her ear, Don't shut me out. I've been here all along. Don't shut me out. I'm working in your situation. Please don't shut me out. I'll carry you through it all. Suddenly, she took a deep breath and felt such a peace come over her. And in that moment, she realized that that was exactly what she had been doing, shutting God out without even knowing. 
She stopped praying as much and reading her Bible. She gave up on the many words that God had spoken into her life, all because she had a low moment. She was in the midst of a spiritual famine and depending on her flesh instead of God to get her through it. Much later, after praying for a while, she stood up from beside the altar and looked out over the empty sanctuary and smiled. Every time she made the sacrifice, God honored it, and she left the church her safe haven, knowing that God was with her every step of the way, and he was working all things for his good. Thank you again so much for listening. If you have any questions or prayer requests you would like me to help with, you can message me on Instagram or you can email me at shly.cat86 at gmail.com. Again, that is shly.cat86 at gmail.com. God bless and have a wonderful week.